Well, uh, a very good evening to everybody. It's good to um, it's good to have you all here at Pulse. Pulse is our youth friendly service, so it's good to have youth here. It's also good to have uh, not youth here. Um, I was very thrilled today at our lighthouse meeting. Uh, Chris Bancroft included me with the young people, so um, I was very thrilled with Chris. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for all your riches and all the blessings that you have lavished upon us. We thank you, we thank you mostly for the Lord Jesus and that he has saved us and that he treasures us. Lord, this evening, won't you help us to learn to treasure you more, that we'd learn to love you more deeply and that we'd long to live lives pleasing to you. Amen. Amen make a confession. I, um, I love shows like Pimp My Ride and Extreme Makeover USA and others where people, homes and cars are transformed. I love to see how they change in the before pictures compared to the end product in the after pictures. So here are three big changes. The first is a house. So it was in dire need of a makeover. It's not the type of home you'd probably be drawn to unless you either had no money for anything better or perhaps you saw the potential and had lots of money. It's a house fit for demolition. The after picture shows a huge change. No longer is it a building that needs to be condemned. Our second picture is a celebrity who should be known by most. I wonder if anybody knows who he is. Anyone want to start off? Who said that? That's Lisa. Oh, Kristen's in sport. Obviously, of course. Let's take a look at the after side. It's Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo dos Santos. Avera. It's amazing what money can do, isn't it? The third picture, my first car was a Beetle. Now, it isn't this one. Uh, mine looks a lot worse. <laughs> when I got it, and uh, after I sold it for the equivalent of a massive 27 pounds, <laughs> it would have been an MOC nightmare. The cylinder head was glued together with steel tack. It was rusted so badly that you could see the road through the floorboards. The windscreen had blue tack in it to stop the rain from coming in through the cracks. And the spark plugs were welded in. <laughs> it eventually got its makeover from the next owner. I saw it once after selling it. And I could only recognize it from the number plate. <laughs> and all three pictures have showed us dramatic change. So we're going to take a look at a few slides to see what our young people think about change. This evening is part three of our series, Lives Changed by Christ. In our first week we looked at how Jesus changed the lives of three non-Jews. Lydia, the top merchant, the prophet making fortune-telling slaves, and Paul's prison guard. And last week we saw how Jesus changed the lives of Mary and Martha. 
Tonight we're still thinking about change and specifically about how Jesus loved and changed a cheating capitalist called Zacchaeus. We're going to see how Jesus can change us too. The Lord changes our hearts. Ezekiel 36, 26 says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. He reigns within our hearts. He is our heart desire. Please stand as we sing, I lift my hand. Let's pray. Lord, you are our heart desire. Please accept these gifts as we bring them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Our reading this evening is going to be on the screen in front of us, but when we think of Zacchaeus, we probably think of, I don't know, do we think of little Zacchaeus standing by the kitchen door when his father or his grandfather, I got this from my grandfather, came up and said, okay, that's how high you are this year. We measure Zacchaeus by his height, maybe at the end of the story, we measure Zacchaeus by something different, maybe he's changed. Let's, let's hear the story of Zacchaeus. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was so short, he couldn't see over the crowd. So, he ran ahead <laughs> and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him, because Jesus was coming from that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, Come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him in. All the people saw this and welcomed him in. All the people saw this and began to mutter, he's going to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up. And said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I've cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today, salvation has come to this house. Because this man too is the son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek and save the lost. Uh, while I was on the uh, Christian Resources Exhibition, uh, this year, privileged to hear uh, Stephen Baldwin speaking as well. Stephen's also a famous Hollywood actor who is madly and deeply in love with Jesus. And it's amazing to see God using folks like Kirk Cameron and 
Stephen Baldwin um, in Hollywood to make movies uh, that glorify God. I'll tell you that they're not perfect, but that they love Jesus so much. Um, I find Kirk Cameron is often very inspiring. If you go and look him, look, look him up on YouTube, uh, he's got a really good, worthwhile things to say. Let's pray. Father, as we look at your word this evening, help us to hear it with our ears and our eyes, that we can see Jesus with our hearts and with our minds. That the change you brought in Zacchaeus will affect change in us also. Amen. So, in his before picture, uh, Zacchaeus is like the organized crime boss, the godfather, the head of the mafia. He thinks only of himself. He is number one and is willing to trample on anyone to cater for his own selfish desires. You see, Zacchaeus is a tax collector, hated by his own people. He is a cheat and has accumulated large amounts of money due to his corrupt ways. He is not popular at all. Now nobody likes to cheat, especially when they cook you out of your hard-earned money. And even more so, when there's nothing you can do about it. The Roman government wasn't interested in policing tax collecting, as long as they got their share. As a chief tax collector in Jericho, Zacchaeus would have been the top of two lists. Jericho's most hated, and Jericho's richest. It's clear from the response of those around Zacchaeus that he was despised. As they mutter under their breath, he has gone to be a guest of sinners. In the Jewish culture there was no room for sinners or tax collectors. Every time Jesus and his disciples hung out with either of them, the crowd voiced their disapproval. In Luke 5, the crowd asked Jesus, why do you eat with sinners and tax collectors? Zacchaeus was both a corrupt official. Now in his after picture, Zacchaeus is a changed man. He's almost unrecognizable from the man he was before. Take a look at uh, Luke 19 verse 8. Luke 19 verse 8. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor, and if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Zacchaeus gives half of his possessions away. He doesn't give a tenth, but a half of everything he owns. He doesn't give it back to those who will perhaps benefit him in the future, but he gives it to the poor, those in desperate need of extra finance, an act of kindness, visible evidence that he's no longer selfish, no longer concerned about himself, but concerned about others. Also notice how he doesn't give half of his possessions away after he has paid back those he has wronged, but before. The change in Zacchaeus is real. 
It's deep, heartfelt and genuine. He doesn't try and maneuver his way out of the consequences, but he faces it and deals with it. So often when we repent to ask for forgiveness, we do it on our own terms, in the way that is most comfortable for us. Holding back just that last little bit, not telling the full story, but just the bits we're comfortable with, or the bits that we can justify. See, real change is uncomfortable. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm tired of hearing about PPI on the radio and on the TV. Payment, protection, insurance. I'm probably tired of it because I haven't been in the country long enough to uh, benefit from uh, the repayments. But basically, the banks have been found guilty of dealing dishonestly with their clients. And now the law is making them pay back millions in claims to those who have unknowingly been paying PPI. They're paying back every penny. The banks have been caught out and are now paying the price. See, Zacchaeus isn't caught out by the law. They couldn't care what he was doing as long as they got their share. But Zacchaeus volunteers to give back everything he has stolen. He doesn't just give them back penny for penny what he has stolen. He gives them back four times what he has taken. See, Zacchaeus is showing that the change is real. He means that he's a changed man. In all probability, he has given away just about everything he owns. His change is real, and the cost is high. Change is hard. Zacchaeus, as we know, is a wealthy man. How hard did Jesus say it was for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven? Impossible. Luke 18 and the rich ruler. Let's take a look at verses 23 to 27. When he heard this, the rich young man became very sad because he was very wealthy. Jesus looked at him and said, How hard is it for the rich to enter the kingdom of God? Indeed, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for someone who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. Those who heard this asked, Who then can be saved? Jesus replied, What is impossible with man is possible with God. Now thank you, Jesus doesn't have anything against rich people. See, money wasn't the problem. But the problem is with us, holding on to whatever it is that separates us from God. But with God, nothing is impossible. He changed Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus wasn't too bad for God. Nobody is too bad for God. I'm not too bad for God. You're not too bad for God. Jesus is the friend of tax collectors and sinners. Luke 7. That's why he came. Let's think for a moment about a change agent. A change agent is someone who acts as a trigger for positive change. They bring about change. They make it happen. Without them, 
change can be slow or even non-existent. George Kuros calls himself an innovative teaching, learning and leadership consultant. And he believes that there are five characteristics of a change agent. He says a change agent has a clear vision and is able to communicate it clearly with others. He's able to paint a picture of what the future looks like and inspire people to reach that vision. I think Jesus did that. A change agent is patient yet persistent and knows that change does not happen overnight. Every step forward is a step closer to the vision. Change agents help to make sure that people are moving ahead. Jesus was patient. Jesus was persistent. Patient with Zacchaeus. Praise the Lord, he's patient with me. The change agent asks tough questions to help people think. They don't alleviate the thinking process by telling them what to do. Poor Pharisees, Jesus asked them some really good questions to get them thinking, get them reevaluate their belief system. The change agent is knowledgeable and leads by example. Stephen Covey says that they have character and credibility. If you want to create change, you not only have to be able to articulate what it looks like, but be able to show it to others. The change agent develops strong relationships built on trust. Jesus is all about relationships. That's why he comes to change us. That's why he looks for us. That's why he died on the cross. You see, Jesus is God's agent of change. It is Jesus who brings about the dramatic change in Zacchaeus. I love the Kirk Cameron interview where he says, we don't look for Jesus. We don't find Jesus. He's not the one that's lost. We are. We are lost. We don't go looking for him. He goes searching for us. The parable of the lost coin, the parable of the lost sheep. I think they make it absolutely clear. Verse 10 in the section we're looking at this evening must be one of the most amazing passages in the Bible. Luke 19 verse 10 For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. So who is it that does the seeking? Well, none other than the Son of Man. Not just anyone, but God's King. The creator of the universe gets off his throne and walks out the throne room on a search and rescue mission. The loving father, just like the father in the parable of the lost son, runs to meet his returning son. Jesus gathers his robes and runs to seek out sinners. He seeks out sinners. Jesus looked for Zacchaeus. See, Zacchaeus, uh, Jesus seeks out sinners and the tax collectors. He's focused. He has a mission. Seek out sinners. Find them. Change them. Now, the illustration is flawed. But Jesus is like a homing missile. The target is sinners. And once fired, there's no stopping it. It can't be shaken of course. It will hit its target. Once fired, the target is as good as hit. Jesus is seeking out sinners to save them. But Jesus isn't just playing, point, uh, playing a pointless game of hide and seek 
1 to 3 found you, you're it. The objective isn't just to find sinners, but to save them. If Jesus had been on a search and rescue mission the whole time, imagine being stuck out in the middle of the ocean, lost, and a sea rescue helicopter flies over and they find you. They radio in that uh, they have located you, but then they leave. You are to see to rescue yourself. I was once told that the only thing we contribute to our salvation is our sin, the need for salvation. Everything else comes from Jesus. We are passive in our salvation, mere spectators. So then, let's join up some, some dots. Jesus came to change sinners. We have, we have an example of this in Luke 19, of how Jesus changed Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus did nothing. Jesus did everything. Jesus loves sinners. The term sinners is unpopular, and it makes me uncomfortable, I'm sure it makes you uncomfortable. But there are only two types of people in the world. Sinners that have been saved and sinners that are still out in the ocean. A sinner is anyone who rejects God as the king of their lives. Jesus is on a mission to seek out and save as many as he can. That's why he came. And that's why time hasn't ended yet. The end is delayed so that Jesus can seek out and save more. So are you a saved sinner, rescued by God? Or get on board with Jesus' mission. Seek and find. Get off the bench and get in the game. You are already changed. Jesus has already changed you in that you're saved. But we need to work out our salvation and make that change more evident. What is it that you're holding back? Unwilling to change? Perhaps you're an unsound sinner, still lost in the ocean. Ask Jesus to find you. Zacchaeus climbed a tree to see Jesus. But little did Zacchaeus know that Jesus was in fact looking for him. All Zacchaeus wanted was a better view. Jesus wanted to offer him more. Change. Salvation. Let's pray. Father, thank you that you love us so much. That you sent your son, Jesus, to seek out and save us. Father, thank you that nothing we do can make you love us more or love, you, or love us less. Lord, won't you change us? If our hearts are changed, won't you change our lives? That people might see the change in us and bring you glory. Amen. So we're going to spend a quiet moment to reflect and pray about God's love for us and how he has changed us. The young people have put some slides together um, to direct our thoughts and our prayers.
one good thing about tonight's football is uh, England can't leave. So mind if we're watching football afterwards, there's also be some uh, yummy refreshments. Um, thank you for coming this evening. Let's uh, close in prayer. Father, we do thank you for tonight that as uh, young people and adults we can meet around your word if we can reflect on all that you have done for us and uh, think about how you have changed us. Lord, won't you help us in this week ahead that you would protect us, that you would keep us safe, that you would look after us and help us to be more like your son Jesus. Amen. Amen.